Greetings, dear listener. This is the Nook Podcast. My name is Stephen, and I have the honor of being your host. One of the elements you will hear me repeat on this show is the importance of regular Bible study. And wherever your thoughts took you at the mention of that may indicate just where you are with it. If you have been in this Jesus thing for a while but have never gotten in a good rhythm reading and studying scripture, welcome to the club. I have admitted many times on this show how I feel a bit embarrassed that I have claimed to follow Christ since the 80s, but have just gotten consistent with studying the Bible regularly in the last four or five years. If you are new to this show, The Nook is an actual space in my basement where I read and study the Bible. It's part of what inspired me to do this podcast in the first place. And if you are still checking out the claims of Christ and aren't sure if this whole Bible thing even makes sense, that's totally fine. You will always be welcome to listen from a safe distance and decipher things for yourself. And I will remind you that if you ever have any questions about anything spoken on this podcast, my email address is always in the show notes. I will never claim to be an expert, but I'd be glad to have a discussion with anyone to see what we might find out together. We're going to dive into the Bible today. But before we get started, let's pray. God, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for the person hearing this right now. I believe that they are here on purpose to hear more about you. Give us proper perspective to hear what you have for us in these few verses today. In Jesus' name, amen. So let's get to it. I want to dive into a few verses that have been rocking my head for a few weeks now. I've been reading through the book of Colossians. I say reading through, that might be overstated because I can't seem to get out of chapter one. Stuff like this has been part of why this has become so important for me. The word study may sound like nails on a chalkboard for you. I get it. I was never the academic type, and maybe that's part of why it took me so long to come around to engaging in it where the Bible is concerned. Bible study should never be about checking things off a list. It's about increasing your understanding about Jesus. Sometimes you'll read through an entire chapter or two, and other times it's like you're caught in a wonderful loop, like God is saying to you, look again, there's more in there. And that's the way things have been for me in chapter one of Colossians. In this book, the Apostle Paul is writing a letter to the church in the city of Colossae. He couldn't be there in person because he was in prison for preaching the gospel, That part all by itself is so amazing. He continued to encourage the believers there, even while he was locked up and unsure of his fate. I have been in a seemingly nonstop loop in verses 15 through 20. I have a link in the show notes if you'd like to follow along. 
You probably noticed that the title of this show is Anything and Everything. These are two words that you will become well acquainted with in this study. Starting in verse 15, Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation. We could stop right there and let that marble rattle around in our heads for the next hour and still have a hard time fully understanding it. Jesus is not a copy. He is God. And he existed before anything. A line like that will always be difficult to digest because we only know life as it pertains to a linear timeline. We're very aware of our own lives how old we are, and what we might like to be doing a month or a year from now. Jesus existed before time was even a thing. He lives outside of time, which means that he is not limited by time. Verse 16, For through him God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth. He made the things we can see and the things we can't see, such as thrones, kingdoms, rulers, and the authorities in the unseen world. Everything was created through him and for him. This affirms Jesus' role as the divine agent of creation and goes to establish his sovereignty over all things. He created everything from the massive to the microscopic. When I take time to ponder that, I get deep. Let me recommend that you do that from time to time. Allow God to blow your mind. He's a God of design and details. I have had times like standing on the edge of the Grand Canyon when I can tune out the tourist mindset and look at that massive hole in the ground and consider how long it took for the water to carve out so much beauty. At a specific moment, God appointed a small stream of water to start passing over a massive section of rock, which he also created, and over who knows how much time, that stream became a river and wore down so much rock that it is now one of the most beautiful things you could ever see. When I stood there in awe of everything in front of me, I realized that no picture I had ever seen of that place comes even close to doing it justice. If you have never been, I highly recommend going. And here's where I start running out of words. I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. God did that. That's the massive side. Let's go the other direction. I lived in South Carolina for six years, and out there they have what is known by the locals as a noceum. This teeny tiny bug, also known as the sand gnat, lives up to its billing. You typically can't see them and you're blissfully unaware that they are anywhere near you until one (laughs) bites you. And all of a sudden, the no-see-em becomes an I-can-definitely-feel-em. 
Frankly, I'm amazed that this species even exists because as soon as you feel one chomping on your arm, you smack it and kill it. Now, you probably weren't expecting a TED Talk about entomology, so I will get to the point. We are talking about a scope and scale for which there is no category. I fully believe that we can start to get an idea about just how big and how detailed God is when we take time to stop and ponder his creation. The hits keep coming, starting in verse 17. He existed before anything else, and he holds all creation together. Christ is also the head of the church, which is his body. He is the beginning, supreme over all who rise from the dead, so he is first in everything. Verses 19 and 20, for God in all his fullness was pleased to live in Christ, and through him God reconciled everything to himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. This speaks to the redemptive work of Christ. Through his sacrificial death on the cross, Jesus makes peace and provides a means of reconciliation between us and God. In my Bible, oh, wait, side note. If you don't have a physical Bible, one with real pages and words, please get one. I know that we have the modern convenience of Bible apps on our phones. I have them too. But there is just something about turning actual pages, highlighting verses, making notes in the margins. I'm reading today from the New Living Translation. Find one that works for you and make it your own. Set your phone aside and concentrate on the printed words. End of soapbox moment. In my Bible, I made marks around the impactful words here. I'm a word nerd. I love to dissect words and ponder their deeper meaning. And here it's rather simple. The word everything is used five times in these verses. I have found that when I notice a word being repeated like that, I believe it's for a reason. God wants me to get the point. And here, everything means everything. I take that as all-inclusive. And frankly, it leaves me with questions. God, you created everything with a purpose. Why the mosquito? What purpose do they have beyond being annoying as all get out and the bites take days to stop itching? I digress. When we read the Bible with purpose, on purpose, we gain things like a proper perspective. And in a few verses from the book of Colossians, we are reminded of God's greatness in all creation and in his plan to redeem all of us through Christ. Verse 17 says that he existed before everything else and he holds all, that's another word I marked, all creation together. I need that reminder constantly because all too often I feel like I'm falling apart but my God is holding everything together. And the more I learn to lean on him, trust in him, the more I don't feel so alone in whatever I'm going through. If studying the Bible is completely new to you, 
I hope this gave you some insight. On one hand, it is like reading a book. That's where you start, reading it. But then take time to think about what it's saying. Romans 10.17 says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I've always taken that to mean that, yes, those are words printed on a page. But what are they saying? What are they saying? That's when I must start listening. God is speaking through every word on every page. And I need to listen as often as I can. I will remind you that my email address is in the show notes if you have any questions or comments about any of this. There you will also find links to the Nook Facebook page and my social media feeds if you'd like to follow along. Thank you so much for listening today, and I will catch you here next time in the Nook. The Nook Podcast is a production of Sozo Digital Media.